0: You are now listening to The Junk and Jam Hour, a live talk radio broadcast only on Radio Free Brooklyn. And now for your on air host, Christopher Albert. Hello there. Happy Monday. You are listening to The Junk and Jam Hour. Of course, again, I am your host, Christopher Albert, and you are listening to us on. Radio Free Brooklyn, Radio Free Brooklyn is the nonprofit community organization and freeform internet radio station streaming original content by New York City artists, broadcasters, DJs, you name it, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, right here in Brooklyn. And now, of course, it is Radio Free Brooklyn's goal to empower and amplify the otherwise unheard voices within our communities on the Junket Jam Hour. Of course, it is my objective to share and highlight the artistic and creative journeys behind the impressive projects and artistic contributions of some of today's most talented, groundbreaking artists, entrepreneurs, professionals of all kinds, all of whom are so dedicated to bringing you all joy. I will do my best to bring them joy within this hour. My very special guest today, joining me uh, via Zoom, all the way from Los Angeles, is a trained actor who has studied the performing artistry of acting at the... Uh, Los Angeles Community College Theater Academy taking on many trouser roles, including, uh, Romeo of Syracuse in Shakespeare's comedy of errors, uh, looking to further, to further broaden their knowledge in all things new media. Cause that's the age we live in. Uh, they also went on to study radio broadcasting and music production. And it wasn't long after that before their career seemingly took off as only one of 15 filmmaking fellows selected to participate in 2018's Outset. That is the Outfest and Los Angeles LGBTQ uh, Center sponsored six month filmmaking intensive for LGBTQ plus youth filmmakers. They have produced a short film entitled The Curse, which not only premiered at the Outfest Los Angeles LGBTQ film festival, but has since been played at over 20 plus festivals internationally now as a continued student of the craft they have participated in act now act now is la's premier lgbtqia plus acting program and suite of classes curated and taught by the very talented and lovely emmy-nominated actress and award-winning filmmaker and founder of the now more than ever production company rain valdez speaking of that very Emmy nominated season 1 of the short form episodic series entitled Razor Tongue. My guest today is also attached as producer to the highly anticipated season 2. We'll talk about that as well as a writer and producer on a few scripts of their own now in development including Human a series that centers around a non-berry... Non-berry. <laughs> I think we're all non-berries at this point. Uh, it centers around a non-binary trans lead character and is a hybrid media project, uh, which means it just includes animation, live action elements, sounds fun. In fact, Hugh was a selected semifinalist for the 2020 Outfest Screenwriting Lab as producer, actor, and writer of the short film Gen Z... Uh, short sci-fi film, excuse me. They went on to place as the grand jury winner at the 2020 Outfest Fusion Film Festival and screened at the Outfest LA LGBTQ Film Festival in August of 2020 while we were all sitting on our couch. Big things. More importantly, we'll also talk about their amazing work as a special projects manager at Trans Can Work where they collaborate with other LGBTQ organizations to institute a virtual career fair with a national reach in five major U.S. cities aimed at impacting the local transgender, gender variant and intersex community. Uh, a community, of course, that faces unemployment rates three to four times higher than the national average. They are working thoughtfully and tirelessly to connect these forgotten about, often marginalized youth Uh, connecting them with TGI affirming job opportunities as an artist and faithful advocate for others, of course, who are marginal, from marginalized communities, not just the LGBTQIA communities, but, uh, and the TGI communities, but those in the BIPOC communities as well, with causes rooted in the Protect Trans Kid movement, Black Lives Matter, and the Stop AAIPI hate movement. Uh, just to name a few, of course, my featured guest creates and undertakes All of their endeavors with the aim to initiate new ways of universal thinking and understanding, helping to bridge and, of course, break binary barriers that we are so used to. Please help me welcome award-winning trans and non-binary filmmaker, actor, producer, and LGBTQIA plus activist, the fancy, the dapper, the gifted, Bowie Star. Hello there, Bowie
1: hello
0: <laughs> i'm loving this sultry voice we're giving <laughs> we have so much uh to talk about now you are originally bowie from dayton ohio without getting too involved yes. of course in the traumas of your past because there are many um what were some of the ways you found you know especially in is it a rural area i would consider it rural right
1: um well it's a city some some parts. So some I was parts. very fortunate. It's interesting in the, the last political election to see the map. And, and I was very fortunate to grow up in a in a liberal leaning area. Got and, it. And, and, you know, um, I was just down from a farm, but we were also pretty urbanized just the yeah. other way. And so. And it's
0: not like it's when we think of Dayton, it's not like the most extravagant city. Right.
1: No, I, I, my joke is uh, we we invented flight so we could get out of there. <laughs>
0: <laughs> how did you, I guess, as a child, how did you express your creativity and imagination?
1: Uh, sure, I mean, I was always involved in the arts, and I, I do have to thank my my parents for that. My dad is a designer from Glasgow, Scotland, and you so. Fancy. Yes. And, um, you went to the, the Glasgow School of Art, which is a phenomenal institution. Yeah. Um, and, and so I was, whether it was drawing or, or painting or, or more hands on projects, I was always, I always had really great, um, art teachers. And so that I think helped lift and and elevate me out of spaces where, you know, at times where, you know, maybe I felt othered. Right.
0: Right. So what were then some of your, I guess I would say, inspirations, right? Um, who or or what or who did you see yourself as? I mean, because I, I remember when I was young and I didn't know, I mean, I knew, but I didn't know, you know, we didn't know how to articulate anything um, as children as much as we do now. But I always saw myself as a hybrid of Tina Turner and Carol Burnett. Who did you see yourself as? <laughs> I
1: love that. Uh, you know, I, I can't say it was any one person. I, I knew no. I was different. And, uh, y- you know, I, I, as I believe, you know, I'm, I'm an identical twin and, and, right. and read into that what you want. We are two uh, s- extremely different people. Um, but b- because of that, I had somebody to compare myself to if we're looking at the, the female gender box. And I knew based on that marker, um, and that is not in any way speaking to her identity she is her own person Absolutely. But, but based on society's standards yeah. i did not no matter how hard i tried i could not fit in that female yeah. box yeah
0: yeah and 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 like you i i had a i have a twin sister that i grew up with and i i guess i had and, and i never thought about it until you said it like you know having a twin who you know, and, and I was always cisgendered, right? I still am. But I was queer, and I was different, and I was all of these various things that made me not normal. <laughs> and I was othered a lot of the times, and I, you know, fagged and whatever else, and not understood, um, which doesn't help when you're trying to understand who the hell you are. <laughs> you have all these barriers. Um... But generally, then, what was that like for you having having a twin? Obviously, outside of talking about identity.
1: I, I mean, you know, it in some ways it was validating, and, and, and other times it was very difficult because how do you define yourself outside of another individual that people have have
0: you share your birthday with you? Sh- you know, yes. you're in the same grade.
1: I mean, I um, true story, it, it wasn't until I was about 25 that I finally got my own birthday cake, and that happened. <laughs>
0: wow, wow.
1: And it was funny because I'm diabetic, and, and <laughs> right, um, right. <laughs> the person felt bad. They were like, I had no idea. I thought this would be a great idea. And I was like, no, 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 you have no idea the significance of this. I was like, I may That's not amazing. eat the cake, but yeah. this is the first solo cake that I've had.
0: Yeah, that wasn't just you know, generic or whatever made, not made for an individual. Yes. Coming from Dayton, Ohio, you are amongst a group of other fabulous, talented contemporaries, including Rob Lowe, Cat Williams, Nancy Cartwright, of course, the voice of Bart Simpson for over 30 years. Uh, But of course, we're not here for their stories. We're here for yours. What was the motivating factor? And I know you just joked about it, you know, creating flight. (laughs) That brought you to Los Angeles, you know, the city of angels in the California.
1: Sure. Um, I I came out here originally for acting. Yeah. So I pursued that for quite some time, starting around the age of 13. And so I auditioned for the the theater academy at at Los Angeles City College and got in. Uh And so that was that was everything. And so packed literally a couple weeks out of graduating left home moved out to la at the the ripe age of 18 um and through that journey i I found out that in order to sit well on stage or in film i had a lot about myself to discover
0: right right i mean you're you're, you're wearing many hats, you're wearing different roles, literally, figuratively, you know, you're wearing different outfits, and, and sometimes you have to put on that outfit even before you have the costume on, right? Just to get into yeah. character. And um, the, you've always had still underlying barrier because society didn't know, you didn't know. <laughs> so I love that. So, so then, let me ask you this, because obviously you've always studied acting.
1: Did you purposefully take on trouser roles then? I did not. It was. It's almost. It's you can't write the this universe stuff.
0: Is was, a gift to you. <laughs>
1: foreshadowing,
0: foreshadowing, and so,
1: right? <laughs> and so, my first role was in drag, if we want to call it. it was I was in drag, and so I played Romeo Syracuse in in Comedy of Errors, and the director of that show had been waiting forever for a set of twins to do that so how very shakespearean to to flip that and make it gender bending and have myself and my my sister um play that role yeah
0: now before we move on because other than acting you've also have interest and and we've obviously shared part of our journey and here we are in broadcasting and radio and music what was your interest in in that area
1: sure um i i had been on a couple of uh, short films that i had booked acting when identified female. And I I found that a a lot of those projects either didn't get released or I just never heard back. And I think the big component was sound. The sound was sure
0: so important, right?
1: Mm -hmm. And so I thought to myself, well, I really want to solidify my space in this industry. And I know I'm not always going to book roles, but how can I always be on set? And so I went back to school um, to learn about sound. So if I'm not acting in it, I can at least be that sound person and uh, get some credits under my name.
0: Yeah, I love that. And I love that. And it's just really about, uh, you know, being a multifaceted, <laughs> uh, not just contemporary, but a creative person. You know, you, it's not a, always about waiting for that opportunity to come knocking, right? You have to create your own. Exactly. And, and I want to talk specifically about that but before we get there I want to talk about identity which yes. is 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 so important to who we all are regardless right I mean we all want to be understood not just on the outside we could all wear whatever we want at least now right mm-hmm. um and be understood at least on the inside without having to explain ourselves <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> which would be lovely right? We, we're, hopefully we're getting there, right and 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 thankfully, <laughs> yeah. there's this there's, there's humans like you helping to pave that for others. But now, in terms of identity, you once had i I want to say had to you had to identify at least you know, in terms of the limitations of what was available, bisexual, not just as a way of stating your intimate preference towards men or women, right? Because it's not always about sex, but that those were the labels we had. You know, but possibly it was maybe the only way to label yourself at a time when little was, I don't know if it was not known, but at least not explored, rather, you know, about identifying yourself beyond the limitations of um, bi- binary social terms, right?
1: Yeah, its it's been a journey because it, it's a, a lack of language. It's a lack of visibility. It's it's feeling othered and, and internalizing and saying there's something wrong with me because i can't fit into the box that society has drawn yeah and so i i have come out multiple times where initially bisexual, <laughs> right. it's like here we go again here
0: we go again
1: bisexual um you know because i fell in love which literally. wasn't
0: at the i mean we don't it's hindsight which wasn't really appropriate
1: right it didn't fit it but but by technical definition i had dated men i fell in love with a woman and then eventually that transition to i have never this term has never resonated with me but by technical definition i was a lesbian because i was afab so female identified attracted to women um but now that you know i non-binary so i don't identify with the the gender binary male or female trans because yes i am medically transitioning um not what fair. resonates with me regarding my sexual orientations i'm actually straight so i am more tra- transmasculine leaning i'm attracted to women and and that definition may not make sense to anybody else it doesn't it have to, to
0: right. right
1: and i'm so happy with being able to understand who i am in the context of those terms
0: oh my god i'm so happy for you bowie speaking of Let's, let's talk about David Bowie. Um, one of your favorite anthems for many years was Rebel and, and obviously someone, and, and when we think of rock stars who are always breaking molds of expectations in terms of gender, right? Yeah. Because they could, especially rock stars, many years while you were trying to figure out who you were, you know, in your mind for a long time, you were told or you did think or you were in that trap. Oh, there's something wrong with me. I can't figure myself out. Of course, there was nothing wrong with you. As you say, you were uh, a gender spectrum surfer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but you always felt... You always knew you weren't a boy or girl. Yeah. You were just, hey, I like, I, I like what I like. I'm interested in what I'm interested. I feel what I am on the inside, which is probably more human than most, you know, because you're not limiting yourself to... Whatever society limits us to, based on our genders,
1: yes, colors,
0: clothes, music,
1: a hundred percent. You know, we we have to understand that we have, you know, drenched whether it be the colors of blue and pink in a, a gender spectrum. Which pink I hear
0: was made for, was initially a boy's color.
1: <laughs> you know what? I believe it was Purdue University. Their original school colors were black and pink. Don't quote me on this, but I know some like really random facts. And, and I love so it. The, the benefits of pink is it actually is calming. So the other team would be playing them. <sighs> but I think they had to switch the colors because the black would bleed onto the pink. And, and
0: right, strong. sure, when washing. <laughs> so. You, And I know you just spoke about this, um, but relating to your trans non-binary identity, you know, that you have always known. Obviously, we weren't able to articulate it just yet. Uh, you can recall as early as two years old demanding that your mother let you wear boys' swim trunks. <laughs> yes.
1: My brothers, they was- were like pastel orange.
0: I love that. I love that. What did did See, but here's my th- without even thinking gender, could you just I mean not comfortable in those little bikinis or little, you know, girl swimming suits.
1: It's it's very uncomfortable and, you know, I wish I I'm grateful to have had the female lens because all the things that we continue to impose on, on folks that are female-identified. Right. It's still
0: through a men's... Spectrum. There's so much to unpack here, right? When we think about <laughs> yeah. standards for beauty, not just in terms of Eurocentric, but of course through the lens of a male. <laughs> mm-hmm. What makes a woman beautiful? <laughs>
1: Absolutely. It's layered.
0: Layered. Um, now, whether family, friends, colleagues, coworkers, you name it, otherwise... How important is it to receive queer or trans affirming, as you as you have taught me, support, a specific support, right? And what are the difference? What are the different ways in which such support can be expressed from others?
1: Sure, uh, I I think well I'll speak to um, as you mentioned you know I'm the the special projects manager or, or uh an LA based nonprofit called Trans Can Work. And so part of what we do is we D&I train companies so that it is safe for TGI folks. And again, transgender- You, you D&I train? I'm sorry? Uh, diversity and inclusion oh, training. Got it. And so basically, we're making sure that they have policies in place should they have a, a transgender, gender non-binary, non-conforming, or intersex individual right. as an employee. And and so through doing that, and you know, it's it's training the companies, but it's also help being um those folks of the community connect with those inclusive employers the 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 resounding message is i just want to work in a place where i can be myself right and 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 so it's who else knows you but yourself so you know anytime anyone else tries to impose something on you i i who else are we going to go to you know every day
0: it's imposing right you have to select a box Mm -hmm. are you male or female
1: yes (laughs) <laughs> and so it's like no that you know and so we that's what we try and look out for you know do you have a non-binary option yeah Um, do you have uh, gender neutral facilities bathrooms and and so again going back to I just want to I want to live my authentic life I just want to work in a place where I can be myself so that that what does that look like is like myself right now is I'm in the process of legally changing my name
0: right so tell you
1: my authentic chosen name is Bowie star. Please mm-hmm. respect that. And right. Me Bowie star. Um, Absolutely. You- is
0: it harder? I mean, I, it, my first boyfriend transitioned and she's a beautiful woman now. <laughs> hey, Julie. Um, not far from her original name, but it took me just because I knew her as just different. And, and even, I have a nephew now who wasn't always a nephew and, and, he just got approved. God bless him. And, and, and shout out to my eldest brother and his wife for supporting him on this journey. You know, it's, it's this, you know, and, and as we say, there's, there's layers to it, but it, it's does, there's so many barriers that come with just to get a, an inkling of, of not even normalcy, just of, of progression of, of inc- being inclusive of being invited to the table as you are and the world seeing you as you are. And I guess, where do you start? And, and I guess it's where you make a living.
1: I, I mean, that's, you know, cause N- make a living in
0: education, right?
1: Exactly. You know, it's, it's, that's the base because that that sets you free. If you've got economic empowerment, if you know, Money on your side, whether you're a filmmaker or whatever, you know you're you're comfortable. But how can you feel safe in a workplace? Yes, to have living, to have safe living, to have food, to have clothing, if you've got an employer that that is. Consi- I, don't, I don't like the word a term dead name. That doesn't resonate with me, but I'll use it because I think most folks understand. Um, Versus using my authentic chosen name. If I tell you my pronouns are they or he, and I, I use that interchangeably, I you know. I know. I these. was a little 50/50.
0: You know, I didn't know. I'm like, I, I I found myself producing, saying he he he, and I'm like, well, but they are non-binary. Let me respect that, and then we'll go from there.
1: <laughs> Absolutely.
0: It takes getting used to, but it really isn't that hard.
1: No, and if you... you know, <laughs> I think the key thing is is it's a thing of listening and yes. respect. Yes.
0: And and did you find that people are more receptive to showing you that respect? I mean, but you surround I am, yourself.
1: I am very privileged, I will say that, in in having worked with some TGI folks that are currently seeking employment... And have been in some uh, terrible situations. I am very privileged, and so that's part of my my voice is that I am so lucky to have been in a space where it has been okay for you know from she her to they them yes. to they he to non-binary trans. I have been accepted in every part of my coming out journey, and that is not everybody's experience. So, what am I doing with my voice? Yes. To ensure my experience is everybody's experience.
0: Or not, right? You've had such this journey to go through. You're going through it and you're helping others so that they don't have to go through all of it. They don't have to go through all of these changes. Um, They can just get to being who they are. As soon as possible <laughs> yes. and the and the world can and and you provide those safe spaces so that they can be welcomed,
1: yes,
0: now, as you say, of course, but we start a request for name change what what's this uh so you've had to apply for a a name change waiver or uh, you do have
1: to I mean say I had it, to change
0: it, my name and that was through marriage.
1: Yes, it, I mean it's a similar a similar process. It does vary state to state. California being one of the the more progressive, most states. liberal, yeah, yeah, in that regard. So you do have to go through the courts and make a request for the name change, and it takes a couple of weeks because it, you know they've got to check you out. Oh yeah, sure that's
0: that's with it. Yeah, sure.
1: Yeah, Um but but you know I have pursued that option, and I actually in the next couple of weeks it should all be finalized.
0: Yay! And- <laughs> I'm so excited for you, Bowie. Now, let's talk about another, um, not non-binary, but uh, he, uh, trans, always been trans, but you know, they finally, he has finally made that journey for himself, Elliot Page, Canadian actor and producer recently on the Time magazine cover, April 2021. Yes. Great. I mean, I mean, when we talk about, I mean... We're just, you know, we have, of course, and, and we'll talk about Rain and, of course, we have Laverne. We, we don't always see, you know, a transgendered male. It's it's still something that's very, not that it's new, It's, but it is new for the Times cover. <laughs> yes. Um, Elliot Page remembers the triumph he felt when at the age of nine, he was finally allowed to cut his hair short. Um, He he said, I felt this is from obviously the article. I felt like a boy. I wanted to be a boy. I would ask my mom if I could be someday. Uh, He grew up in Halifax, Nova Scotia. Uh, He always visualized himself as a boy in imaginary games you know, whatever that may be, um, free, just always was allowed to be free from the discomfort of how other people saw him, which was a girl. Um And and he found that after he was allowed to have his hair cut, people did see him, not as a girl, but of course, which of course was exciting, it felt right. Un- I wouldn't say unfortunately, but Elliot did, of course, as an early adult, started his career and he had a star as and earn, you know, acting awards, including nominations for Oscars, Golden Globes as a female under the name Ellen Page. And your understanding, and you've had to do that as well, right? How frustrating was it, painful, to have to pursue your dreams, not as the person you are, not the authentic person you are, because the world, Hollywood, and the world has explicitly defined you. There weren't any other opportunities afforded to you other than that specific gender.
1: So you're just saying, like, how how was it, like, pre-transition, just, just being in that box, not really seeing roles that I, I related to? Yeah,
0: I mean, was it painful? Was it traumatic? Was it frustrating?
1: <laughs> frustrating. But I thought it was... I guess living on the under the context of oh I'm a tomboy I'll never be that. I mean I, as a, a feminist and right. again with the female lens right. I'm also gonna have issues with the roles as they're set out and the breakdowns anyway. Anyway, <laughs> it's, it's super sexualized. I've never been that kind of person in in for a multitude of reasons as we know. Flash forward, um, and and so yeah, I just again it was just why why don't i fit why can't i fit but then the other part of me the one percent of me the the one part you know that that fought to maintain this identity and i'm so grateful because all it takes is one percent to keep going said you just have to be you and i think billy porter has said it in a variety uh like table discussion yeah it's that the minute you start saying yes to the parts about you um and this is paraphrasing that that you, you know you, you you feel you need to hide or are different that's when the opportunities start trickling in and so when i started saying yes to my identity slowly the opportunity started aligning and i was right like, hmm, i
0: love that the alignment
1: this is where i fit yes
0: be, be, because otherwise you, you are literally squeezing a, a a circle in a square peg right
1: i was always trying to compromise <laughs> i mean Um, I I dyed my hair blue initially that was kind of the first that was the gateway into trying different things with my hair and and I had to buy wigs to keep my hair the natural color female cut um, because I felt like that was required otherwise an agent or a manager was not going to sign with me and that was horrible
0: because you are going you're not representing yourself authentically correct because you felt that so, that's what you had to do to land anything
1: yeah they would get a picture you know the casting director yeah yeah a picture but then when we when Th- they would get in the room yeah
0: things that i take for granted right
1: yeah it's an experience but one again that i'm grateful to have because i i want to change that that narrative
0: yeah let's talk about some of your successes though right because we can talk about the challenges all day long <laughs> Breaking through that barrier, saying yes, not to just to yourself, to your authentic, you know, especially within your career, saying and demanding, this is the roles I want. These are the things I need. And, you know, if they aren't there, again, we talked about this earlier, creating them for yourself and finding that outlet and platform to do so, which you have done so successfully. And when we say successfully, it's not the end all be all so far. (laughs) Um Outfest you are an Outfest and Sundance screening producer. Your most recent works um um were in B-Scene, uh LGBTQIA uh actors showcase. Um you were producer and actor uh in that as well B-Scene uh Sundance Film Festival uh the first virtual LGBTQIA actor showcase from you know, you you participated in the act now classes and courses. There's trans, queer, non-binary talent, just taking your favorite movie scenes and, and as Rain would say, queering it, the F up. <laughs> Talk to us a little bit about, uh, you know, we're, we're going to work backwards a little bit from uh, your experience, not just in the B scene, um, and Sundance Film Festival, but as a part of the act now program.
1: Sure. Um, I, I started in January of 2019, and so I was very intentional. Like I said, I you put it out to the universe, what do I need right now? And I said, I needed, I thought it, at the time it didn't matter, but it does. To have a queer majority space as an actor, when you're still trying to find yourself within cisgender roles, heteronormative roles, is so important because we can have the open discussions, about, you know, whether it relates to transition or just that, that non binary, uh, full spectrum space. And so that was life changing. And, and through, um, getting in that program, I have connected with some of my, my chosen family, including, uh, Rain Valdez, who teaches the class. Uh, she was Emmy nominated in 2020 and she is, she is a, a long time mentor that that i have been so fort- fortunate to work with and she directed the the lgbtqia actor showcase that we we played at sundance yeah. that was all students myself included from her class uh with the intention being to connect our talent in that class with with agents and managers that you know the the talent is out there I, I just don't know why the visibility doesn't exist in mainstream media
0: yeah it, and it, and even Rain herself um, was saying, you know, as transgendered, as a transgendered woman and a Filipina, right? It was hard for her to find roles, so she had to find a way not not just to create and produce and write and star in her own series, but obviously she created her own production company for the the space that it now is, uh, particularly for the TGI community. Um, You, yourself, uh, as a filmmaker and actor, again, you found yourself in, specifically, you purposefully put yourself in a queer filmmaking community and space. There's obviously true and authentic camaraderie there. Um, Actors, producers, writers, um, and of course, a supportive community as well. When we think about visibility and how that has affected your life, you know, you're doing so much to make sure that space exists, which is incredible. But let's, I want to ask you this. What makes the TGI community, you know, transgender, uh, intersect? Is it gender nonconforming?
1: Uh, it, I've heard, heard folks do TGI as uh transgender, gender variant. Gender variant, right. You know, right. Sex.
0: What makes that community such a special and unique part of the LGBTQIA community?
1: I we've we fought I mean just like anybody else, a part of that acronym in which um I mean, I'll come back. You know, if you split up the, the acronym, you know, part of it is speaking to sexual orientation, just so folks know. Right. And then the the other part of that acronym is speaking to gender identity, which are two different things. But, but, you know, we, you know, we've been, we've come together as a collective because we're saying we are a, a marginalized group that needs to be recognized, that needs to have visibility. And so you get that, that longer, um, acronym, but particular to the T. Or if we want to expand that and say TGI, which again, transgender, gender, non-binary, not conforming intersex, I think what makes us so special is we've had to fight um, so hard for who we are. I mean, even, you know, the internalized stuff,
0: Um, Right.
1: I'm still going through it where I feel more comfortable in my skin. I feel that folks in society are seeing me how I see myself. Yes, yes being raised Catholic, I, there are still challenges with this This goes beyond what I was taught. You know? Um, and so I, I have to continually say just, you know, love yourself as you are. Yes. What What feels right. Um, but, you know, going to Stonewall, speaking of Stonewall, uh, the Stonewall rights as we head into Pride, like that was led by a BIPOC Trans women. Yeah. And so, um, I have much frustration. I've seen it and I've been a part of many queer organizations where even though we've got LGBTQ, um, that, that sometimes the T is pushed aside. And I was like, well, let's look at history. This is a fight we have, we have made together. And it, that started with BIPOC trans women leading the charge.
0: Right. Because trans women, specifically black, um, they couldn't change their color. And they certainly weren't hiding behind, you know, uh, gender standards at a time where it was seen as not just radical. (laughs) You know, they, they were locked up for just being who they are. They were spat on. They were you know, just met with such violence and hostility each and every day of their lives, not just by strangers, but by the people they know and thought they, that loved them in return. And that already, they were just made from fearlessness. And when we say fearlessness, it's not saying that it's inspired, it. There is no fear. There is fear there, but in spite of that fear, and in spite, and not just for their journey, but they understood that there's a bigger fight ahead, and it does include everyone under this umbrella. Yep. Rain Valdez said in one of her interviews, I firmly believe that you move mountains with people you love. What do you suppose she means by that?
1: Uh, we I mean, we, all, we we
0: keep talking about a community, right?
1: yes you know I, I think that's it it's it's speaking to we rise together it's speaking to um, how do we, we get authentic stories told and that's hiring the folks that understand how to tell those stories both behind camera and in front of camera yeah
0: and, and let's talk about some of your amazing stories you told Gen Z um, short film <clears throat> excuse me um, one gamers exploration of the freedom found through the gender neutrality of digital space and the limitations that exist outside of it you can be anyone you want on the internet yes um as we all have been at times what are the advantages of being able to explore identity online
1: i think again it just it just taps into anything is possible
0: anything is possible
1: when we bring that back into the real world. Was that
0: one of the, the first ways you have played with it? You know, your avatar could be anything.
1: <laughs> I, I think in a very subtle, you know, subconscious manner. Yeah. Maybe it's said to me because, again, you enter that game world and it's escapism and anything's
0: possible. Yes. Now, um, what perhaps would you say are the dangers then of developing identity solely on the yeah. world wide web?
1: I mean, you know, people can use that as a, a facade and, and, you know, it's technology put in the hands of some folks can, can lead to amaz- amazing innovation. You put technology in the hands of, of somebody else and, and maybe that heads in a different direction, which is unfortunate. But I, I choose to believe in the, the greater good of people. And, and so when you're entering those spaces, I, I think for the quiet folks, like I, I did online school. And I found that very empowering. I did that for the last two years of high school. And so what it does do is it gives space for folks who are traditionally quiet. It gives them a a place to speak where maybe they might be more reserved. Yeah. And so there's pros and cons. But I I think, again, just the idea that anything's possible. So why do we limit ourselves uh, when speaking to the human experience and the gender spectrum?
0: Right. And I love that you were able to, in terms of representation... At some point, say I can't just be behind this computer anymore. I have to show. Even w- during your own exploration, yeah, you decided that oh, I need to put myself out there. Other people need to see who I am. Yeah. Has ha- has putting yourself out there helped you?
1: I I think it has. I mean, I, the the continued exploration, and that's the the fun part. Is I'm gentle with myself, and I just to <laughs> are you yeah. today? Yeah. Um, but it's also, I, I think, filmmaking, the key to that community and, and what has really helped me is, is again, the community. It's yeah. the power of yeah. seeing somebody else's story, whether it be through a script or on screen, and saying, oh, that resonates with me. Uh, why, why am I not seeing that somewhere else? Why are we not seeing that in the mainstream? Because that is validating somebody else's experience, maybe in a rural area where the, the queer community does not exist. And so they feel severely othered.
0: Yes. Um and and these are issues that you you know d- tackle with your producer of the curse written and directed by Dave Baronado, uh on at the Outfest festival when an eager I love this when an eager young man goes to meet an on- and we we're just talking about it, an online hookup on Halloween night he crosses paths with a drunk witch who puts a curse on him to convince him of what he really wants. Sounds like, and and you you use this word too, metaphor. <laughs> yes. Sounds like a metaphor. Would you say we've all we've all been cursed with the expectations that the society's narrow lens, whether gender or sexuality, has on our identity, telling us and, what we want.
1: Yeah, that, and you know, the film itself, um, and and but this is my take on it, not Dave's is, you know, it's a comment on social media. And so, you know, there's a Mm. lot of hype around that, you know, somebody's life could look a certain way, but behind the scenes, what's actually going on, you know? Right. And so, you know, there's a lot of dating profiles and, but are we actually making true human connections? And I think, especially during this time, that's something that I've, I've deepened and really evaluated is, is who have I really connected with? and I'm longing to see once it's safe to do so and where can I deepen other connections that maybe were surface
0: oh i like that cuz you are a different you've evolved do you trust that other people have evolved
1: Some, somehow possibly somehow you know, <laughs> somehow like meet me 50/50 <laughs> right um
0: one of the flowers written by uh, yourself and your sister Mo McFadden. I love that dream team over here. Uh, about a teenager's journey through nature to find comfort in being bisexual. Obviously, one of your earlier stories. Yes. Uh, in terms of storytelling, now that you are the truly wondrous human that you are, non-binary, trans. I I, I don't. I can't say male, right? It's just transgender, non-binary human being.
1: <laughs> Person, human being, free spirit.
0: That still hasn't changed at all your love of women.
1: Correct. Yes. Yeah, so I Would you, you
0: know- reconsider maybe maybe one of the flowers concludes in a different way? <laughs>
1: Uh, no, that because the thing is, I you know I honor each, moments, each person. I was I was always in authentic. Time. Yeah, in each moment of my life, and and so that piece, it's it stands. It's a standalone Love piece, it. and it will it'll be honored the way it it was. It's written.
0: recorded that part of your life.
1: Yes, that and was also, always true. I mean, it was it was. Me, It was for me, but also to speaking to, because bi erasure is a very real thing. Like when I I came out as bi, I felt like it was, I had to take sides and I was like, no, 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 I'm very fluid. But that's very hard for some folks to understand because we we are so, you know, for our brains to understand that it's not this or that.
0: Yes, it just is.
1: Yeah. This is it.
0: (laughs) Um. Well, because identity can be confusing, uh, you know, it's a relatively still, you know, newly accepted tenet, I would say, maybe standard of living and being. Not everyone's going to get it. Um, you yourself, you know, one, I know one of the challenges you have in your personal life, you know, maybe you're shamed at the pharmacy for picking up testosterone. What's that about? What's that like?
1: yes i i appreciate you bringing that up because um well as i said earlier i'm, I'm diabetic right so, right yes i'm taking testosterone i'm also taking insulin and here's the thing both of them are hormones newsflash yeah. but one the insulin is socially acceptable the other one is very very uh, drenched and, and loaded um
0: taboo because, stigmatized
1: yes and so I'll go. I, I did have an experience, and and I'm thankful that it happened with me because I can let it roll off my shoulders. My concern is is if you have an individual that's maybe not Scented. in a great headspace, that could be. I mean, I've had suicidal thoughts because a lot of things are internalized, and so if it was somebody else that this happened to, my concern is, what is going to happen to that beautiful human life? Yes. And so I I go to pick up my insulin. Fine. I ask, okay, I have another prescription, and that's where the the interaction got very weird, and it was whispers, and they didn't want to find it for me, they didn't want to get syringes for me, and that is... And everything was
0: legit. You had your prescription, Mm -hmm. you're there to pick it up.
1: Correct. And we're
0: uh, still in 2021 dealing, as I would say, with this bullshit.
1: (laughs) Um, so it is, it is interesting, and I, I really want to normalize that conversation and the treatment because yes. I can speak personally that it has saved my life.
0: We, we don't know, see a lot of us cisgendered yeah. when we're the obviously again we take that for granted, but we don't see that part. You know, yep. this is a necessity to your well-being, not just physically but mentally.
1: It's, I mean, it's if you want to boil it down, it's chemistry. So chemistry. my my body now feels more balanced mm. thanks to this medical treatment and it is a controlled substance but i have a a doctor's prescription i have spoken you know extensively with my doctor and and so that treatment was approved because of a conversation we had that yes. nobody Which else didn't
0: did. come lightly at all either yes right yes um oh my god we're we're we're, we're so running out of time um, thank you, Bowie, for joining me and, and oh, telling your you. story. Before we go, I want to talk. Am I pronouncing this right? Human.
1: <laughs> uh, I, I mean, human. it's just human, but the, the, the reason I broke it up is because we're speaking to a trans masculine experience.
0: So, so you're working on human. Um, a series centers on a non-binary trans lead character. Um, again, it's going to be a hybrid media piece. Um, in in terms of it lives in animation, partly in in live action. Um, just last year, it was selected as a semifinalist for the Outfest Screenwriting Lab. Congratulations, we love that. We love to hear it. Um, tell us a little bit about that.
1: Yeah, uh, I mean it's it's part autobiographical, so it yeah. speaks to a couple of moments in my life. But the I think the important thing is, and, and it's the same thing with you know HRT, um, hormone replacement therapy is life saving. And so this piece in particular is to increase trans mask visibility, um, to help support our, uh, to pre- protect our trans youth. Uh, they're, they're under attack right now. <sighs> yeah. During a, 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 it's so unfair. You know, we, we've gone through a global pandemic and, and again, you know, I'm an adult that has been able to get access to this life-saving care and, and, you know we already have kids that are traumatized because i know you know, the pandemic
0: period <laughs> already as it is
1: yes and so i just um i i made it my goal to really increase trans mask representation on on the screen because i know as a child i would have appreciated it i know right. we have folks out there that are going to really need it right now um at a time when a lot of adults are invalidating their experience and and their their identity
0: And 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 even stifling their progress, whether it be, you know, what bathrooms they can use, what team they can play on.
1: (laughs) It's you know, what school they can go to. Children are perfect and we should let them just be who they are.
0: And but then you know you have a lot of people with that argument, oh, they're just too young.
1: I, I've known since I was two years old, and I am not the first <laughs> trans <laughs> non-binary that, to person to come that. out and say that I knew at a younger age. And so kids kids are smart. Yeah. And I think we should trust trust them.
0: It's 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 odd to me that we spend so much money and so much resources and so much time fighting one another's happiness and well-being when you know there's so much for all of us to have and we could all be fruitful together
1: absolutely i i wish we could take that energy and and redirect it and focus it on uh getting folks uh homeless folks the help they need help us yes. uh reverse the unemployment rate for the tgi community which is again three to four times higher uh than the national average and higher for for the bipoc tgi community i wish we could really just redirect that energy and and really create some uh, an amazing change
0: now in terms of your work with trans can work um what an amazing organization i don't even think many people even know it's available right
1: it's you know it's local it's regional right now but again we're we're working on a, a couple projects that will have national reach
0: yeah especially in cities where i i guess um where transgendered folk are already able to live their lives and the next part of their step is to pursue not just gratifying, but employment that can sustain them.
1: Yeah.
0: And and where they're going to be welcomed and under I don't want to say automatically understood. Respected, let's
1: respected. start. Respected
0: yeah respected thank you so very much bowie for doing the incredible work that you do for providing such visibility um something we we did not grow up i mean it was always just maybe a few shows where tom hanks put on a dress <laughs> you know we had miss Doubtfire fire for whatever reasons and, and even then it was such uh Shameful experience for their characters to go through, right? They were yeah. not just other. They, it's kind of the same thing. They, they lost employment opportunities. They had to hide who they were, but it really wasn't the true experience of how transgendered individuals live and the struggles they go through to be who they are. It's not just as simple as putting on stockings and tucking it in. <laughs> Or, or strapping it down, so to say, so to speak.
1: Correct. Yes. As, as Jamie Clayton has said, it's, it's, we are who we are. We don't take this off. This is my authentic self. Do, so,
0: would do you have any parting words of advice for those trans youth who may not feel heard or understood right now? Words yes. of encouragement or advice.
1: Yeah, just to continue to be fearlessly you whoever you may be um because the the world will embrace you and there are folks out there working to ensure that is true because you have so much to offer the world and we need you
0: absolutely you are needed thank you bowie so very much for providing those spaces as well you're doing such incredible work for for all of you who are interested, and and we're all interested, and we can't wait to see your upcoming work. To find out more about Bowie Star, you can visit www.bowiestar.com. That's bowiestar dot com. Um, you could find them on Instagram at Bowie underscore Star. Find out all about them um, at their IMDb. That's i m b i m excuse me i m d b dot me slash bowie star for everything we do here. You can find out more about us at radiofreebrooklyn.com. Uh for every and of course visit our uh YouTube channel. Uh we have some content going up in there. Uh that's Radio Free BK and for everything I do you can visit junkandjam.com. We're always working on content. Oh my God Bowie we are so behind. Yes. <laughs> 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 the work never ends <laughs> Oh, my God. It's so good to see you. Thank you so very much for joining me this afternoon. You are amazing.
1: This episode and all episodes of The Junk and Jam Hour can be streamed on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, iHeart Podcasts, Google Play Music, and simply tell Alexa, play The Junk and Jam Hour. Thank you.